twenty twenty one. becomes 2022. It's, um, science. Or it's math. Or it's... Life. Canadian days turn into Canadian nights. Stumbling through the void that is life on earth. Wow. So, to replay this message. There was one game we did where it was like you have to give a speech and they give you prompts. And uh, <laughs> so mine is I have to give a speech on three easy steps to get an enormous cock. So oh, step and one, the way be, it works is be podcasters. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing is too, like you have an assistant and basically the way it works is someone else in the room is selected as your assistant and they like, they give you three different, there's like three points where they give you three yeah. different pictures to like support your, your speech. So like, and then my, so my first point is, and then like their picture pops up and then you have to try to use that in your speech. Right. So I'm going off, I'm doing this fucking speech on giant cocks around my family and this, <laughs> you know, by like new grandmother, as essentially. you do, as you as do, you, do right. you know, <laughs> and, uh, slurping those sounds on the microphone. Yeah, we're gonna have to have another, we're gonna have to have yeah, another pod meeting. It's before yeah. the show. I'm good. I'm good. That's why I'm doing it now. You never know. Because you never know when you're within the like minute where I start fading in the sounds. It is 4 41 p.m. Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. I almost even said the fucking wow. shit wrong. Welcome to episode 62 of the fucking A podcast. The first of the new year. Okay. I'm your host, Mike Vrabel, and I'm joined by my also my other co-host here, Sean McVeigh. I, I, that's champions. actually way too, that's way too accurate physically. I feel like I'm also <laughs> a white guy in his thirties who gels his hair like he's I'm, in middle school still. So, well, I'm nothing like Mike Vrabel. So we're good. No, I was going to say, I mean, he's got about a foot on you. I mean, he's uh, a, a lot of weight. Yeah. Like not, not just weight, like pure muscle and like leadership, manly he's a fucking leadership. man's man. Are we trying the to man. say, bro? What are you trying to say? Can you next <laughs> Halloween go as Mike Vrabel? I mean, you got a no, mustache going, shave, and then like put your hair back or something. But you got to get a. Crew I don't. Cut. I don't chew enough dip, bro. Like I'd be, I, I'd oh. probably throw up. <laughs> you don't want to walk around <laughs> spinning into a bottle all Halloween. Well, happy New oh. Year, man! Happy fucking yeah, New happy Year! Happy New happy Year! Two thousand twenty-two. It's a, a new year, new us. 
right? Has, has, I mean, off the air, we're cynical bastards, but are we, are we optimistic on the podcast? You know, on the podcast of the year. Yeah. New year, new us, like, like refreshed, ready to go. Okay. Inconsistent for holiday that, absolutely season. dog. I'm, okay. I'm, but as for the year 2022, nah, like I got, <laughs> it's, it's literally 2020 number two. Like it's just, it's, it's coming back for a vengeance, bro. I see you also saw that meme on the internet. I might have, <laughs> I might have. <laughs> I was watching, uh, I did nothing for new year's and you know, that's also because everything in this city was like shut down early. Cause you know, state of the world, but I always do this thing. Oh, of course. But I always do this thing where I like five minutes in midnight, like most people, I put on like a stream just to watch the stupid ball drop. And- <laughs> we did the exact same fucking thing. Actually, what was hilarious is when I went on YouTube, because I did the YouTube stream of like NBC or something like that, like that at like 11.55, it was like 12,000 streams. And then I like diddle, like diddle around and came back. And like two minutes later, it was like 40,000 streams. So I'm like, oh, everyone's Dude. doing this. Did you click on the the Times Square one? Because yeah. I watched it. Yeah, so you watched, did you see the guy uh, propose to his girlfriend? I did not. It was really awkward, though. It was, a, it was fucking After weird, After the ball man. dropped? No, before the ball dropped. Oh, well, there's, that's poor timing. They had this couple on there, and they like were like, I don't know, trying to get them to be like coupley. And the guy's like, please stop. My girlfriend is nervous. Ha ha. She doesn't like this stuff. And then proposes to her. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm like... Wait a sec. Yeah, way to read the room there. This is obviously set up with the the camera crew knows and shit like that. So, like, I don't know if she if she actually is a fucking nervous chick, and then you did that to her. You're you're a bad person, bad boyfriend. Yeah, you're a a bad bad person. (laughs) But if you're just playing along for the tea, okay, sure, whatever, right? But yeah, it was fuck that shit. No, the thing I noticed watching that stream was, and we always give we always give props to, to solid marketing campaign ideas you're on. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, say, right? How oh, fucking yeah. brilliant is Planet Fitness sponsoring a, the, the genius Times Square New Year's Eve party? Hey, everybody that wants a low pressure, low cost gym that you're going to drop out of from anyway, come yeah. check us out at yeah. your New Year's resolution. Sign up, pay us for like a year, but only actually go for about two and a half weeks before you are fundamentally unable to overhaul your routines and go back to living before you you're too before. strong. And when you drop your weights on the ground, people scream at you and hit the alarm and say, Hey, 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 this is a no judgment zone. <laughs> you know about planet fitness, bro. Is that what it is? Dog. They have like a fucking like alarm siren thing that goes off. If you, if you like are too loud or aggressive, like if you're busting chalk in the back, like hitting fucking 400 pound deadlifts oh. and dropping your bar, oh. they'll kick you out immediately. Like those guys, like the guys who used to like deadlift at the back of the Western gym. Yeah. Like, like yo, <laughs> you grunt, you're oh, out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, sir, there are 450 people in here and you are accounting for 95% of the noise. It's amazing. Oh, fuck, no kidding. That's you domination. Remember- did you ever have to spot Joe when he was when he was really going, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, oh, I, I think I must have. I mean, I was just more like intimidated by the fact that I was, you know, My spotting guy a guy who could like rip me in half. Like 140 dumbbells. He's like, yeah, man, you might fuck. I'm going to kick these up. Can you just support my tries? I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> you're you're going to support get. your tries. Double my body weight. <laughs> <laughs> there is one of me on each of your hands right now. And you want me to help? Like tickle yeah. your elbows. Yeah, just keep I don't me, know. Keep me straight in, in form. All right, got you. All right. <laughs> Can you bail forwards if you drop them, please? <laughs> That's basically your role is to go looking good. Yeah, yeah, looking good. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got this. Yeah, you got this. Oh, oh fuck. fucking Yo, crazy. Dude, the the whole like 
frat boy college thing is hilarious, dude. I watched a I watched this documentary on Woodstock. It was about Woodstock 1999. Okay, so obviously oh, okay. Woodstock in the 60s is like free yeah. love and happiness and stuff. But when it got came back in the 90s, like it was rebranded almost more like new metal and shit like that because that was what was popping. So Woodstock 95 was a good event, but 99 came out and all the bands were like Limp Biscuit, Corn, shit like that, right? So it was like intense, bro. I watched this fucking documentary. You know why there's no more Woodstock? Uh, I'm guessing it didn't go well. Motherfuckers burned the place down, dude. Like rioted really? and like really? set the place on fire. And the the guy, the fucking people that run it blame it on Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit. Because <laughs> they're like, you got the people riled up. Like, bro, he has a song called Break Shit. Like, what do you expect he's going to do with a crowd of people? They're packed into a fucking naval base in a super hot summer with not adequate water. The fucking toilets got fucked. They're there for three days out of their minds, and water bottles cost $4. Yeah, I'd be breaking shit, too. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, you guys will fucking break shit. And they're like, okay. (laughs) It was the most, like, frat boy, white dude, I'm mad at the world, and I don't know why shit I've ever seen, bro. It was fucking hilarious. A lot of cutoff T-shirts. A lot of no t-shirts, bro. Oh, yeah, but the whole right. thing was hmm. so HBO um put it out on pay-per-view. Or actually, maybe it wasn't HBO, it was pay-per-view. Whatever. Anyway, it was on available on pay-per-view, right? And yeah. MTV was pushing it. And all they were doing was showing chicks with their tits out. And the entire crowd was like, <laughs> show us your tits constantly to the point like women were getting groped. You can forget place. the Fred Durst song, Show Us Your Tits. I mean, it's a classic <laughs> as well. <laughs> so it was like crazy like that. Anyway, um, the reason I bring it up to fucking Kid Rock comes out in this like white mink coat. You How's know, he with, doing these days? He's doing the exact same shit actually these days. <laughs> it's, it was pretty funny to fucking see. He's got some video that like I guess stirred people up because he was doing the exact same shit. So anyway, nice. he comes out on stage, right? And he's fucking going hard, dude. He's like, Wait, this is in 99? This is in 99 okay. when he's at like the peak of everybody has a backwards new era baseball cap and no shirt on. <laughs> fucking white mink coat these giant like painter red pants and like a bucket hat and he comes out and just goes my name is kid rock and this place fucking explodes dog i've had that stuck in my head for like a week (laughs) this is what it's like to have a mental illness it's horrible (laughs) so what a paranoid schizophrenic goes through is hearing kid rock saying his own name in your head all day (laughs) the best part though dude he just stands up with the crowd with like one leg on the speaker and at the front he's like ah Monica Lewinsky's a hoe and Bill Clinton's a pimp. <laughs> the crowd just goes crazy and then ball with the ball to bank to bank. To <laughs> the 90s, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was a simpler time, man. Everything was everything was easier back then. You know? You could just uh, mosh out with Fred Durst, white mink coats. I can imagine you said bucket hat, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I can like I can picture it's crystal clear. And then they had like yo, they had like Alanis Morissette there. It was nice. like, okay, hey, what at, th- at this point? What are we doing? I like Alanis Morissette, but the crowd literally she opened up for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine she shows up. I'll set him up, and you knock him down. All right. <laughs> She's like literally after like, what if God was what? And the crowd's just like, yeah, yeah like nodding that. their head. And then Fred yeah. Durst comes out, and they literally burn the place down. <laughs> <laughs> point A to hey, point B. That's the kind of like that's the kind of performance you want to be able to leave. You know what do you do? I I make people burn down buildings. It's what I bring. It's what we bring. 
Depends what part of the internet you're on, bro. Half of them say, That's yeah, true. the other half are absolutely reprehensible. <laughs> canceled. Canceled. <laughs> well, I guess Woodstock was canceled. They they were like, no. Yeah, I, I think you're, I think that was the point of the story, your, right? You should take it away. <laughs> it like, yo, dude, they had like 10 fires on the one stage, like crazy giant bonfires. Like they were, nice. and they burned all these trucks down. And they fucking told the Red Hot Chili Peppers to like, yo, you guys need to like try to help us control the crowd. And then they played their song. I think it's called Fire. <laughs> it just went hard. It was crazy. No. It was crazy. Build on the chaos. Oh, we've come yo. a long way. We've come a long way. Now, look, it, uh, 2021 is over, which means we at least had to have one uh, recap of the year. So I'm going to give you 32 million people, customers, orders placed on Grubhub. Ooh. Grubhub has released its findings from its annual year in food report detailing what people were getting delivered to their house uh, 2021. Now, 2020 was apparently the year of comfort foods. Of course. I mean, that makes sense. 2019 was vegetarian friendly orders and 2021 appears to be a mix of both trends. I'm going to read you the 10 most popular New growth in the food field, we'll call it. The orders that really expanded their markets in 2021. Are you ready? Number one? I'm ready. Hit me. Number one, the Impossible Cheeseburger. The fuck is that? Now, how do you feel about that? The Impossible Burgers, right? These are the fake burgers. Oh, 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 shit. I'm, I'm so dumb. Yeah. No, Impossible Cheeseburger. Now, do you think I can see them exploding, like as being pot for sure, because they hadn't been around and now they are. Do you think adding cheese and marketing it like, oh, it's still a cheeseburger, like change people's minds? Like impossible burger is one thing, but if you're like impossible cheeseburger, people are going to be like, give me that fucking dairy. I want to say no, but yeah, probably. I mean, shit, we're fucking monkeys when it comes to that advertising shit. Number two, shredded pork taco. Oh, buddy. Solid. So good. So fucking good. And then we're going to take a big left turn. Number three, apple pecan chicken salad. There are healthy yeah, friends People trying to up. stay healthy. They're sick yeah. of the fucking vinaigrettes and other shit. You know what I'm saying? They want to get a little bit of... Little sweet, we're going to go back tart. the other direction, though. Number four, Detroit-style pizza. Now, this one held me up. Because mm. I don't really know what... I mean, I know what Chicago-style is, but what is... It's Detroit... Detroit style is it like Chicago style pizza, but like I had to Google it. I had to go. I had to actually do additional research for this one. A Detroit style pizza is a rectangular pizza with a thicker crust that is both crispy and chewy. Oh, I'm down. I'm yeah, fucking it's like down. a more, more crusty, less casserole version of Chicago style. I, I'm that sounds better than Chicago style. I'm down. Go. I'm right. fucking down. So the resurgence of Detroit's coming back and they're like stepping in on Chicago's pizza thing, being like, you guys are just slightly off. We're slightly you know, some better. ancient, like some dusting old white guy on YouTube told me that Chicago pizza is actually like thin crust and that some other motherfuckers changed it up back in the early 90s or something. I don't know if that's true or I not. I thought that was New York style. Brooklyn style is the like Yeah, but I guess crust, Chicago was some other style like that too. And this guy, this old man's like, I'm on my fucking, this is Chicago pizza. I was alive in 1904. All right, number five, margaritas. Oh, hey, on, on Grubhub? On Grubhub. Hey, I get it. They got the license to sell booze now. Dog, I've had a long day sitting here in my living room, working from home. I'm going to Grubhub me some margaritas. Shit, yo, I got some fucking tequila in my, my kitchen right now sitting on the table. What's I up? Mean, how, much do, how much money do you think it costs to Grubhub a worthy amount of margaritas to your house? 
<laughs> Yo, do they come like they have to come in some sort of cup that's sealed? Because they send you like a salted rim fucking <laughs> that is no, I, I bet I guarantee they plastic cup, salt is in like a separate bag. Like you gotta yeah, salt your own rim. Build you your know? own mar- margaritas, you know, like build your own fucking nachos, you know, so it doesn't come all sogged the fuck up. You know, you, sure. you assemble it yourself at home. It's like if a Lego set. You get like, can you order tequila shots? So they like come with like a little lime in a bag? Like probably not. They probably rip you off. Like fuck you. Sure. Here you go. Here's a shot, bitch. Can't get anything in this capitalist nightmare. All I wanted was a lime with my tequila. Number six, pub mac and cheese. Oh, oh buddy, an indulgence. Thumbs. I know. Straight through the roof, dog. Now let's see how you feel about this. Number seven, pork dumplings. Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody. They're okay. I guess you got to be a dumpling fan, right? I, I'm not, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't okay. like chewy. I'm not huge on dough like that. That's not like... If they're fried, like fried dumplings, are probably okay. I need that okay. crunch. I need that crisp dough. I don't want that fucking... Tastes like Play-Doh, but there's no salt in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know number what Play-Doh eight, tastes like. Number eight, chicken burrito. Classic. Staple. Okay. People, people trying to eat healthier. You know, they yeah. want a burrito, no, they're but they're not. like, let they're me lying. get the... <laughs> exactly. And they get like eight pounds of guac on the side. Number nine, pokey nacho. I'm not really sure what that is. Pokey nacho. A pokey nacho. It's my least favorite Pokemon, I think. Poke nacho. It's the fucking, poke he's nacho? got like a sombrero. <laughs> he's like shoots cheese. I, I, I don't know. It's apparently it's a type of sauce. I don't know. Pokey sauce. Pokey, pokey sauce. It's like fish the juice. Capitalized. What fish is it? Probably <laughs> oh, something like that. <laughs> oh. Squidding tacos. Yeah, that's a little bit much. It's soy sauce, toasted sesame oil, lemon juice, and a little chili. Hmm. Okay. So fish juice. Yeah. Fish, but it's a sort of tangy <laughs> fish juice. Sure. Tangy fish juice. We'll call it tangy. <laughs> and number 10 is a lettuce wrap. So you see the healthy sneaks back in at the end. Hey, see? Yeah. It, they, they definitely, dog. Definitely. Yo, like a good, nice lettuce wrap at a good restaurant, though, it does slap. Can't, I can't lie. What do you think the most popular coffee of 2021 was? Coffee? McDonald's. Yeah. No, like like specific drink that people drink. The oh, most. oh, iced coffee for sure. Like an iced coffee, I would say. Like global, you're talking overall trends? Oh, global? Oh. Hmm. Cold brew is on the list, but it's not number one. Is it? I don't, I don't know then. I have no fucking idea. I would say well, just like a regular coffee. A little, like a, a, try, a, try a PSL. PSL? Pumpkin spice latte. Oh, fuck, of course, man. Those sales. One. Dude. That's the craziest thing about those fucking limited sales things. You like, you get frustrated by them, or whatever, but they, they fucking work. Yeah. They work on our goddamn little monkey minds. They win. Yeah. They win okay. every time. Guess, fucking people guess go what's for back. $7 and 48 cents, please. Yeah, See you tomorrow. Give whip. Oh, give me the oh, whip hi, and Becky. a couple of pumps of caramel. Hi, Becky. How's your day today? Oh, oh are you back for, uh, thank you for choosing Starbucks. Like, Can I skate your beep? Thank you. Okay. So, you have 7,000 star points left. Would you like to get a free? Oh, sorry. We're all out of our food products. We only have a limited amount per day. Would you like a free peanut butter cup from the front section here? And now the top convenience store orders. Things that people get delivered from the convenience store. You want to take a crack Condoms at number one? And plan B. <laughs> Can you imagine getting that delivered to your house? Hondo P. I could Both? see somebody this year has Uber Eats plan B multiple times. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I have to imagine it's been done. All the stories we've read on this show over the year, 
and how easy, bro. This. Easy. Uh, that's absolutely. definitely come down. Oh, oh, I'm sure the, the things that human beings do on a regular basis, it's hard to imagine that wouldn't happen. Number one was 2% milk. Okay. That makes sense. Milk. Yeah, for sure. Eggs will be up there somewhere. Um, no, no, number, probably. number two, number two, you were on the right track in terms of necessity, but you were a little too extreme. Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're talking about Uber Eats here, dog, or Grubhub. Cigarettes are a necessity. No, you got to go more. No, you got to get to the real basics. Like, like, can't leave your house to get it in the moment. Think. So it's not condoms, because I already said condoms. Like, like, Lube. what if you got caught in a moment and you're like, oh my god, I have none of this. I can barely like walk a few feet without it being an issue. Toilet paper. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tied with 2% milk. So do you think people send, they're like, oh, shit, I'm out of TP. And they like go to a place where they're like, I'll get some milk. Hassam Nasir, 25, was preparing cereal for her two young kids when she discovered a plastic bag filled with white crystals in a packet of yes. golden moran maize and soya protein flakes. Who the fuck buys golden moran maize and soya protein flakes? That uh, has to be some trying to live healthier, my friend. I mean, I don't No, No, I'm not about that. I'm okay. not about that. And this is a guy that eats fucking like I'll eat mini wheats with no sugar on them. You know, what I'm, I eat plain shit. OK, <laughs> what? I break Whoa. the mold. <laughs> Whoa. Time out. You eat plain. So you eat shredded wheat. I would. I don't oh, I don't buy it, but I've been to my grandparents house quite a few times and happily eaten it. So, yes, I've done it. I mean, that's the whitest white guy shit I've ever heard. When you're in yeah. Newfoundland with old people, what else do you have to fucking do? You want to know what my choices were? You want to know what my choices were? Mini okay, wheats okay. with no sugar or corn bran. <laughs> Those were my two options. Of course, I like corn bran, actually. It's going to be a Twitter now. poll this week. Shredded, basic, unsalted, unsugared shredded wheat or corn bran. Go. Go. Well, this bitch should have bought some of that because then she wouldn't have had a fucking bag of meth inside her cereal. When she brought it to the cops, dude, 450 grams worth $120,000. 120 gram worth of meth inside her fucking cereal box. The saddest part about these stories is always that, like, you get nothing for it. Like, a hundred thousand. If the story was, I opened my cereal box and a hundred thousand dollars in cash fell onto my table, you'd be like, you'd be like, this is life changing. But you find $120,000 of meth and they're like, well, thanks for handing that in. Here's like a gift card to the local coffee house. Fuck, fuckers. They just incinerate it too. That's what they say, oh. quote unquote. Yeah, they yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, sure. They incinerate it, all right, with a fucking lighter in their in their meth pipes. <laughs> ah, baton sesh. <laughs> oh, I wonder why they're so trigger happy all the time. But seriously, yes. I read an article the other day that was like some person, some person, I, I think in Michigan had like a drone crash into their house. Yeah, and it like had like two cell phones with chargers. And like a big bag of weed and some coke and stuff. It was like it was worth like, in the end, worth, <laughs> and the drone itself was worth like it was like a ten thousand dollar package. And it's like you got to call the cops, turn it in. I'm like, you got a sweet drone. You get two cell phones. Like they thought it was headed for the local prison, and it like crashed uh, in the house. Like someone's gonna probably. drop it over the fucking wire or something like that. So, but I mean, I feel bad for these people. I think you should get the equivalent of the value of the drugs that you turn in. You know, oh, some dude, sort of exchange so rate. Fucking sick. That'd be so yeah. fucking sick, dude. Otherwise, you got to go Walter White, like some housewife selling $100,000 of meth out of her garage. Yeah, there's one time at work. No joke, man. Customer came up to me. Uh, 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 looking terrified, all paranoid, like scared of shit. I'm like, 
yo, sir, like, can I help you? Are you okay, man? I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Uh, all right, man. Like, are you good? What's up? <laughs> I, I found this and I, I don't know what to do with it. Fucking hands me a bag, dog. Big ass bag of meth, bro. It was at least an ounce, all packed up in like individual baggies, ready to sell. He's like, right. can, "Can you call the police?" Like, I don't want to get caught for this. Like, buddy, relax. Like, you wouldn't just yeah. give me a fucking ounce of meth. Like, you're okay. <laughs> like, don't worry about it, man. So I think I'll the question, the police, Matt, sir. The question, Matt, is what did you do with that bag of meth? I called the police, and they uh, oh. <laughs> they told me they incinerated. I'm like, I should have kept it and incinerated it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Matt came for a few episodes really wired up and ready to go. It was crazy. Guys, welcome to episode 63. My teeth are burning your teeth. and I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's hard out here, man. It's a tough decision. I mean, what would you even do? Like, just like, especially for, this is what happens, right? It lands in some middle-class home and some like teenage girl's like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I, I be like, let me call up the connect. I know who to call. <laughs> I know who to call. Said man is currently incarcerated. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Anyways, a Japanese professor has developed a prototype lickable, lickable TV screen. Oh, God. That can imitate food flavors. Another step towards creating a multi-sensory viewing experience. Maybe not the time for licking technology. Give me the lickable, foldable phone and we're set. You know, (sighs) yo, that takes like VR porn to a whole new level, dog. (laughs) (laughs) how do you emulate those flavors the device called taste the tv tttv i mean really it's really low low end on the name spectrum oh god why please share what's in your head i'm curious you know those like games that you get advertised on the top of your screen it's like Yo, like make her come 47 times. Like, yo, they're about to go on another level, bro. <laughs> That's insane, dude. Why would they design this? Why? So wait, when you get your lickable phone out and you get forced an ad, you know, where the little circle starts counting down from 10. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus should I leave Christ. that where it is or should I yeah, keep going? Just leave it where it is. Okay. Just leave that. The device called Taste the TV uses a carousel of 10 flavor canisters that spray in combination to create the taste of a particular food. That doesn't sound good at all. Not at me. all. Not at all, dude. The flavor sample then rolls on a hygienic film over a flat TV screen for the viewer to try. Hygienic? Is that really the word you're going to throw in there? <laughs> Are you trying to tell me we're going to go to like a public place now because no one's going to own these? And there's going to be like one there. It's like, take your turn to lick the screen. Tastes <laughs> like, mm, like grape. Tastes like microphone. Quote, the goal is to make it possible for people to have the experience of something like eating at a restaurant on the other side of the world, even while staying at home. I, I just I'm good. I'm good, I, man. How is that the same? You know? How is that? This I've tried Tokyo's best restaurant. How did you do that? I just licked this screen a bunch. Mm, You've never had real sashimi until you've licked an LCD (laughs) 4K 60 inch television. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no parasites, nothing. Fred, the freshest. Now they're going to obviously every article like this got to justify itself, right? Potential applications include distance learning for sommeliers and cooks. It can never. It's going to be that good that you can train a sommelier with the distinct flavors of wine through your Samsung lickable phone. Like now you can taste the feet of the girl that you subscribe to on OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 Fuck man. 
Where are we okay. going? Where? This, I hate this world. I don't know. I hate We're this going planet. nowhere. We're going nowhere fast. <laughs> They've also been in talks with companies about using his spray technology, this technology for applications like a device that can apply a pizza or chocolate taste to the slice of toasted bread. I mean, what? What? Why? Why are you giving me pizza bread? What? Wait, I like pizza well, bread, but like <laughs> chocolate why are you giving bread? Me a That's slice Nutella. of white bread. That's Nutella. Isn't it? Or, oh, I fuck. like all of these things. I like <laughs> Well, they already know me better than I know myself. Fuck. <laughs> the algorithm is real. He's all the guy who made it is also hoping to create a platform where tastes from around the world can be downloaded and enjoyed, much like music is now. Like Lickify. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Fucking hell. I mean, this is what we the, the planet is literally rejecting our species, and this is what our scientists are up to right now. Like, uh, guys, the oceans are kind of getting a little high over here. I made a TV you can lick. <laughs> Check it out. You'll be able to like, download the latest flavors and lick your phone. I just, uh, I just, I always go cynical with it, but I can't see people using this for just good. Like, someone's going to be. No. Oh, You're right. God. People are going to be licking. People are going to be eating pussy on their phone. Literally. Absolutely. Degenerates, man. I'm telling you, those fold phones going to open right up. Two legs, bam! There you go. Yeah, it's gonna when wait till they merge. Wait till he sells his technology to the real doll companies. You know, start to fill in some blanks on that whole issue there too. Jesus Christ! Yeah, the, the fucking robots just have screens and all their private parts now. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, all right. So, Vladimir Putin and uh, Belarus's president—is he a president? Yeah, he is. A uh, he's yeah, whatever, whatever he. Alexander Lukashenko, like I think his name was. Yeah, yes. did you see this? They uh, they actually played in a fucking hockey game. Um, with a bunch. How many of goals each? <laughs> Great question, smart man. Now, first, I'd <laughs> like to let I'd like to preface it with uh, saying this: they played with former NHL great players like Pavel Bure. I'm hey. talking fucking Ilya Kovalchuk, like huge, huge Russian players. Putin, who can barely fucking skate. Scored seven goals, and the Belarusian president scored two, and their team won like fourteen to five. You know he like <sighs> cucked the Belarus guy, right? Being like, you know, you know, I scored a seven, you scored like two. Like, okay, yes, sir, yes, yes master, Putin. yes, yes, Putin. master. <laughs> you're out there with Pavel Bure, and you're not like you're outscoring Pavel Bure. <laughs> Look, the, the goal is so fucking funny. They just like stand up and like kind of lift their arm. Like, oh, yeah. you scored. They look like fucking, they look like six-year-olds. Like, you know, we go to like a peewee, peewee hockey game when the goalies are just like flailing. Like, ah! dude, dude, they look so fucking dumb that it makes Putin look like he fits in. Like, it's hilarious watching this guy skate around these fucking dudes, man. I mean, what happens, what happens when the goalie, the goalie just zones out for a minute and, you know, shot comes on goal and he's like oh yeah oh shit makes like an incredible save yeah like fucking side to side stretched out like kick save like oh, oh fuck yeah like your whole family's already dead like you just made a fucking save on putin like but what if what if you like let him win a little bit and then you did like one or two of those to like put him in check and you let him know and like putin respected it you're the only if, man who stood up to me in 28 years. No, he wouldn't because he's like a little bitch who's like needs like his tiny little ego stroke by playing hockey. Oh, like so he's that. just he's just killing you regardless, right? Of okay. course. Yeah. Okay. He literally like if you if somebody sneezes in his direction, he's probably like, yes. 
disappear. Enjoy your next cup of tea. Like fucking Houdini, man. People just disappear around there in Russia. <laughs> Take note of that. Oh man, we're never gonna get to do a live show in Moscow now. Yeah, you know? no, China either. Yeah, well, you know, call them okay. Japan. I think I, I think you I like call them Japan. Yes, I think I also time. mentioned the name Taiwan once or twice. Taiwan is the number one country in no, the no, world. No, 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 no. They are the freest of all. Now you know Tiananmen what else is Square free? happened. You know where else is really free? Notoriously what? free. North Where? Korea. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. absolutely. North Koreans were banned from showing any sign of happiness for 11 days in order to commemorate the 10-year anniversary of the death of Kim Jong-il. The restrictions include an explicit ban on laughter and alcohol during the 11-day period of mourning on the exact anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death starting on December 17th. North Korea's were banned from even going grocery shopping. <laughs> I mean, so like they got COVID quarantined, but they told them that we're listening to you motherfuckers. And if you laugh at home, we're going to kill you. How much grocery shopping do you think they do anyway? Considering there's literally no food in the entire country. Wake Man, up laughter. Go to potato stand. Get given daily two potatoes. No potato. Go, go to home. meat stand. Meat rotten. No meat. Go home, show no emotion. <laughs> we really, we really miss a marketing opportunity to like airdrop this podcast into North Korea, just to be like, you have ten yeah, days not me, to laugh. Let me call up Dennis Rodman. Hey, Rodman, I need a favor. <laughs> <laughs> can you take, can you take our podcast over there. We're gonna turn no. North Korea around just by cracking some jokes over there. You know? Yeah, I got, I got a link to India though, man. One of my security guards that I was tight with at work, he he moved back to India, so I can, uh, I can get us well, hooked up over there. Wait, are you, are you saying that we may actually have a real physical human being in India who press play and actually listens to this podcast? Not this one. There's no way. I, this guy's the most polite dude ever. I couldn't show him this. I think his Damn mother it. would faint. Damn it. Nicest well, dude ever. Nicest well, dude ever. I forget his I name. Mean, I feel terrible about it. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> Feel bad. All right. All right. North Korea. During the morning period, we this is from a this is from a secret person in North Korea, because you know, of course, like not allowed to talk. During the morning period, we must not drink alcohol, laugh, or engage in leisure activities. So again, this podcast is off Banned. there. Banned. Banned. Even if your family member dies during the morning period. Yeah, your face is you're waiting to see how this sentence goes, eh? You are not allowed to cry out loud. And the body must be taken after it's taken out after it's over. People cannot even celebrate their own birthdays if they fall within the mourning period. Hold the fuck on. You want the people to mourn, but they're not allowed to cry? Shouldn't you yeah. be like, cry, cry more. <laughs> Feel bad. No, it's probably cry, but it's probably like not oh, crying. It's... You can't cry. Like, what are you crying about? <laughs> great leader. Good. Okay. <laughs> crying. I'm crying about the great leader in our situation we're in, man. I'm just tired of it. Yes, that's right. In the past, many people who were caught drinking or being intoxicated during the morning period were arrested and treated as ideological criminals. They were taken away and never seen again. Standard. Standard North Korea. Ideological criminals. Okay. Standard North Korea, I think. Is Fucking George Orwell day. with a bad haircut. Police have been forewarned or were forewarned, to look out for those who did not look sufficiently upset. <laughs> a source said, quote, from the first day of December, they will have a special duty to crack down on those who harm the mood of collected mourning. Wow. Bruh. Bruh. 
Could you imagine every day at work someone came in and was like, are you just like stare at your face or like you didn't pout hard enough? Come to the is back. That a, is that a gleam of contentment in your face? I see. Calling the fucking cops. <laughs> bring, bring. Guy looks like he's having an all right day. Uh, I'm just kidding. See, we're the opposite here. You and I, we we put the show out there and then we get our most loyal listeners to, to, to monitor other listeners, whether they're laughing hard enough at it. Right. If you see someone listening to fucking A and they're not like, like belly laughing to the deepest part of their core, then we're going to tap their phone lines. Yep. And listen for their morning patterns. They're never going to be seen again. Ever. Morning as in like sadness. Not like I'm going to listen in the morning specifically. I'm not awake at that time. We're tapping into their laughter pattern. I'm up late. You know, we're getting that Instagram microphone always on thing and like, Mm. listen to your laughter. Be like, that's, that's, that's not enough. It's not enough laughter. And it's not our fault that you're not laughing hard enough. It's really just, it's really your fault. Really? The onus is on you for not being smart enough to understand our intelligent brand of podcasting comedy. Are you, are you victim blaming right now? I am. I am. I am podcast victim blaming. A trash, absolute trash sub tier human. Get <laughs> fucked. We're an Get edgy. Fucked. We're starting 22 as an edgier, more in your face, more. You can't handle our opinions. Take oh. your listening elsewhere podcast. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be this guy. I want to be a monkey in India. Two monkeys that allegedly killed hundreds of puppies in the Indian state of Maharashtra have been captured. Villagers in the Lavul village reported the Langar monkeys that they witnessed them actually engaging in what seemed to be targeted killings of the neighborhood puppies. Two monkeys specifically by snatching them and taking them up to deadly heights. Now the villagers claim the monkeys were carrying out revenge killings after dogs had killed what? their infant monkeys. <laughs> so here's a quote here. In the last two to three months, there have been incidents where the langars roaming in the what? area would catch puppies and take them to a place with considerable height to throw them from there. At least 200 dog, 250 dogs have been killed so far. What the f- <laughs> Yeah, bro. These two monkeys like went ablaze. They're like, you killed our monkey. We're killing all dogs. Holy shit. This is right. This is like some like uh some like Italian mafioso like I'm gonna remove your whole fucking family now. I'm gonna take every puppy you ever give birth to and throw them off a fucking ledge. How does that sound? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's gonna be like an assembly of dogs now being like we can't let this go on. Dog the monkey mafia the sounds like it's fucking so, Simpsons. Well, okay, scene. whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, I had to backtrack because the start of the did you say they were they they arrested these two monkeys or what? <laughs> They've been captured, apparently. <laughs> so they did. They arrested these two monkeys. Yeah, they arrested them, yes. Put they them arrested in little, these hit put them in zip tie handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> You're on trial for the killing off. of 250 puppies. How do you bleed? <laughs> 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 oh, not guilty, eh? All right. It's going to trial. It's fucking real. It was the best of killings. It was the blurst of killings. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Nature's really just kind of given up. Either that or yeah. we've just rubbed off on it too much. Well, like, it's one thing when they come down and steal your purse and your fucking jank, yeah. like, you know, your gold earrings and rip them out of your skull and shit. Like, I get, I see that. But what? killing your dogs? What? <laughs> What was that about ripping things out of your face? I can understand a monkey's ripping out your face, but killing your puppy, that's a step too far. It's so personal, too. Like, they take them, and then, like, it's not like just, like, they rip their heads off with their monkey strength. They, like, like they capture them 
take them to a high point and then do some like end of an action movie like fucking dude i'm picturing like two hands above the head like throwing a barrel like oh, a donkey like simba Kong. like off like, the cliff yeah it's fucking yeet you off a cliff <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) Nature's fucked, man. Splat. (laughs) Rest in peace, spot times two hundred and fifty. Wow! I mean, oh my! Oh, dude, never never ups. Never, never go against the monkey family. (laughs) Are you ready to feel patriotic? Are you in the mood to feel feel less pain? I'm laughing in my fucking. I have a cramp in my abdomen. (laughs) Wow. Well, we really Make are kicking off harder. the year well. Make me laugh harder, daddy. It hurts. <laughs> harder laughs, daddy. <laughs> harder laughs. Uh, if you're ready to feel like a real man, I got something for you here. So I decided to decided to take a, a meandering oh. back to an old stomping grounds. You know, and a, this is a real throwback. <laughs> to, are you okay? I'm dying, bro. Uh, I don't know. I just got a crazy cramp in my abdomen, dude. Holy shit. I want the record to show that Matt laughed himself into severe abdominal pain. <laughs> I usually just have to shit, but this is different. <laughs> okay. All right. I want you to feel like a real man on this one, okay? So I, I, I came back around to an old, an old familiar territory of being guns.com. Ah, it's been a, been a, long it's been time. a minute. Been a, been a minute or two here. So I found a little piece there. You know, it's a lot of advertising and product, you know, descriptions and all that shit. It's really like your gun resource website. But I found this little piece here. A profile, if you will, of a man described just at the start of the article as this, as a, quote, hardworking, honest, God-fearing man. Guns.com learned how this Ithaca, Ithaca helped build four generations of respectful, freedom-loving Hunters for Outdoors People. Now, this is okay. about an Ithaca Model 37 shotgun, which, you know, it's hanging on the wall behind hanging me. Hanging right on the here. wall behind me, yeah. I got, a, I got a Model 37. I mean, it's just, my grandpappy gave me this 37. Call it my know? Tiger Woods, you know, it never misses. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> this article focuses on Laverne Kupal and his Ithaca Model 37 shotgun. I mean, again, I got the 3.7 on my booty cheek, you know. <laughs> I'm ride or die when it comes to that 37. At almost 78 years old, Laverne is the patriarch of South Dakota's Copal Angus ranching family. Their farmland covers some of the state's most desirable pheasant hunting habitat, a fact not lost on Laverne. He's been a hunter since an early age, at, w- at which point he bought his new Ithaca 37 60 years ago. Jesus. Hmm. I mean, that's Vintage. reliable. That's reliable. That's, that's Still absolutely. pumps. Still drops. Still no see those necessary. Oh, it is Who needs head Viagra up? when you got a Diagra? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Let's go, pheasants. Little did he know the stories he could tell today. I mean, I have murdered so much wildlife with this fucking baby right here. <laughs> I mean, I've thinned the herd with this 37. Still wondering about the quality and durability of an Ithaca Model 37? I mean, I'm I a am. paragraph into this story. Sell and me, I'm, please. I, I'm, you know, exactly. Laverne says one of his proudest mo- memories with that shotgun happened when he was picking corn with the gun in tow. He wanted to see how many pheasants he could harvest. You mean blow the fucking heads off? <laughs> With a single box of 25 shells. Are you ready for this, like, Drew Brees pinpoint accuracy? Oh, God. He bagged 23 birds, he says with a smile. The gun has never failed me. It kicks pretty well, 
and none of the little great grandkids want to shoot it yet, but I'm proud of it. Pussy ass grandkids can't even shoot the 37. Hey, kids, kids, put these uh, thankful turkeys on your back and run around in the backyard for practice for granddad. You call yourselves coupals. <laughs> I hand you a 37 and you look at me like, Grandpa, I don't want to shoot this 37. This new age of kids, man. They ain't killing like I used to. They need to listen to more kid rock, bro. Shameful. Shameful. This part of the article is one of my favorites here. Quote, it does, though, warm our hearts to see a well-made gun that has lived a life of old-fashioned use as a tool of the hunt and of the ranch. I am of the hunt and the ranch. So many guns end up as safe queens. Safe queens. Oh, is that because you don't safe. take them out and fire them off? That's right. Uh, you're okay. another, your fucking lip cuck who leaves fucking 37 you in the safe. You don't even fucking use your guns. Oh, oh, honey, there's a guy coming in through the window. Oh, open the safe. Oh, what's the combination? I don't remember. Oh, dead. Safe queens. Dead. This guy probably watches that like Detroit gun guy on YouTube. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yes. He's about that life. So many guns end up as safe queens, never finding their intended purpose, murdering people. And this one is a testament to the quality of USA craftsmanship, a family of hunters, a running ranch gun, and what it means to be an American gun owner. Yes. Guns.com, bringing it back to patriotism. Yes. What it means to be an American. Oh, half chub, God fearing, grandkid shooting. I mean, pheasant shooting, grandkid pussies. It's hard to keep it in line. The Ithaca Model 37 is a time tested shotgun design that, like so many others, can be chalked up to John Moses Browning. A couple of Browning boys right here. Oh, you know how I roll, Doug. If any red shell pump action, like, poof, I ain't shooting I mean, it. If it ain't a Browning gun, I ain't touching it. I ain't down to none. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, hey, preach, brother. Preach. <laughs> the shotgun entered production in 1937, thus the numerical name, and has been a consistent companion for both bird and deer hunters ever since. I'm so, I mean, you're, I'm already, I'm literally already buying. I'm already figuring out the loophole to get it across the border to us here. Get a shotgun rack in the back of your 68 Chevy. Oh, you know, tell you next episode, it's going to be right behind me. Some guy, we're in the middle of the podcast. Some guy kicks in my door. Bang! Like John Wick, 37, right to his chest. See how he fucking likes that. Fucking there you go. Oh, there's a, there's a podcast name, Racks Cubed. So all it is, so big racks, you know, ladies, big buck racks, big gun racks, baby. We're out here. Big, big uh, things that you put on top of your car to carry your mountain bikes, too. Of course. We don't discriminate on racks over here. Few upland hunters who favor slide actions can resist the allure of the old Model 37 be it standard or feather light, there is a Model 37 suitable for almost any shooter. Choose from bores like 16, 20, or 28. Now, are you a 16, a 20, or a 28 guy? I like to shoot from a distance, so without uh, sounding like a prude, I'm going to say 28. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what I'm all talking right, about. All right, all right, all right. Just hope <laughs> to write you down, mark you down as a 28. Though Laverne doesn't do as much hunting as he once did, he's sure to encourage that sporting way of life in his kids grandkids and great grandkids, but although we just established the great grandkids are big fucking pussies. Not only does he teach them how to shoot and hunt, but he also helps protect the dwindling wild pheasant population by planting fields of corn 
and Milo strictly at cover for these beautiful South Dakota ringnecks. How did we end up with so few pheasants? Dwindling pheasant populations? How did we, how did this, what? Could it be because Laverne shot 23 with a 25 (laughs) shell box? There's legit Drew Brees out there in the fucking South. Yo, it's Brett Favre, you know? I don't miss. I've been popping the necks, popping necks of pheasants for 60 years, and now suddenly there's no pheasants. Go figure. How does this, this is very confusing, this outcome of events. Must you be know? these illegal immigrants, you know. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just <laughs> Mexicans are coming up here, taking all my pheasants. <laughs> Joe Biden doesn't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we elect Obama. Suddenly there's no pheasants. Coincidence? I think not. Spending a few days with Laverne and the Kupal family gives us gun owners and hunters hope for a brighter future. Start cue cue the uh, cue God bless America behind me. No matter who the heir of the old Model 37 turns out to be when Laverne decides to retire from the field of service, they may not have the gun with the most monetary value, but it sure would be difficult to find one that could tell greater stories than this one. Oh, beautiful, oh, spacious skies. That's 23 oh, explosions of feathers in one box. Waves of, wow. <laughs> America. Wow. You ever been hunting? You ever been hunting? No, but I, I think I'm going to call it Laverne. I want to, I mean, he's got these pussy ass grandkids. I'm going to, here's the plan. I'm going to call him up and be like, Laverne, your grandkids, your great grandkids specifically, fucking cowards. You know what you need? You need a, you need a tough, you need a man's man to come down there. And I'm going to slither into the family. And then when he dies, I'm gonna I'm gonna inherit that 37 and the ranch. And then with the and then at the reading of the will, when he's like, and I leave the whole Koopa family ranch to this weird guy from Canada I just met who showed me his manliness. And his family gets all like crazy. I'm gonna whip out the Ithaca 37 and be like, like it's mine now. Get off my property. <laughs> Get off my fucking ranch. <laughs> That's a Clint Eastwood movie, probably somewhere in one of the 48 movies he's made. I was going to say, this should be coming to theaters, coming to Netflix next year. Yo, did you see The Mule with Clint Eastwood? No, I just, I, I mean, the guy's a skeleton. Yeah, apparently you know? he has a threesome in it, and it's really weird because it's like you made this movie and created it, and you're this old skeleton, I, and it's like uh, younger girls. What? <laughs> yeah, bro. Apparently. I mean, this guy's a dust cannon. How are That's you? That's what possibly- I'm saying, Doc. It's like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing at this point? Are they a couple of like? Are they a couple of like Mexican women too? I have. I genuinely have no idea. I've just come you know there's going to be a bunch of like old American white dudes being like, yeah. Am I? I you know what? I'm over here. I'm maybe I'm spreading misinformation. Clint Eastwood. Threesome. Threesome. That is a Google search. You. <laughs> yeah, did you ever imagine? Apparently, there are two threesomes in the mule. Two of them. <laughs> Wait, is he in both of them? Oh, this is an SNL video. Oh, you guys are killing me. You guys are killing me here. But apparently, did he have a threesome in the mule? He parties in Mexico, drug lord's mansion, and has not one, but two threesomes in the film, each time with two women whose combined age doesn't come close to his. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm pretty sure he directed this shit, too. Of course he did. What if he wrote it? So now I get to fuck two young bitches in a drug house, not once. What if I get to fuck both of you? And then 
I'll fuck you again. Where's my 37 <laughs> shotgun? <laughs> calls him a racial slur. <laughs> wow, a gritty performance by Clint Eastwood, who totally has gritty. not overstayed yeah, his welcome. There you, there you go, gritty. Gritty. <laughs> what does sex feel like, girls? It's gritty. <laughs> Coming to your taste gap in the future. How's the taste? Clint Eastwood's ball bag. <laughs> gritty. Yo, this is scene 48 of the mule. <laughs> Take a lick. You open your phone. He's like, yeah. How many takes do you think they, they took to get through those scenes? It depends if he directed that scene or not. <laughs> There's an old over-under changes. I mean, that must have been such an uncomfortable day on set. My dick wasn't hard enough in this scene. Let me try it again. Get is it simulated here. or real, do you think? Oh, probably fake. There's some, like, prosthetic dick. But, you know, he's like... <laughs> You know, he's under there being like, yeah, I don't know how much they show. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, know. Now, I, I mean, want to know. Don't you, though? Aren't you a little curious? Yeah. Do you think there's like a full on like Clint Eastwood turns to the camera with like a heart? Yeah. Do you think he does no. some like uh, American Psycho, like flexing in the mirror? Like, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a gritty movie. So it'd be more like he's on top of them, like pressing them down. Like, <sighs> oh, no, it's a gritty movie. So that means that he's he's fucking these two girls twice by the way for who's some real, reason who's the real mule huh i mean for some i mean the, the the validity of sex scenes in a lot of movies is always questionable at times but this guy decided to double dip a double dip this is like some tommy wuzo shit yeah <laughs> i have two or three sums in this film <laughs> <laughs> need to capture the essence of the threesome he goes for two twice I mean that's 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 ballsy filmmaking right there. What a legend! Pretty like, breaking news: women do not want to work with Clint Eastwood anymore. <laughs> We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it right, though. Don't worry. Oh, worry about it. It'll be classy. Too many. There's too many images in my head right now that are just classy. Not... I'm 19 and you're 78. <laughs> it's real. It's really a story age. of an American hero. This is the story of Laverne Coupal. <laughs> <laughs> the mule starring Laverne in his 37. <laughs> Good pheasant hunting starring Laverne Coupal. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I read this. I read this article and it's the most like, duh, like, why did I even fucking read this article? Because the headline tells you everything you need to know, and you could have guessed it. Okay. Space colonists will likely resort to cannibalism, scientists say. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking shit. No fucking shit. Like, yo, you go to you go to Mars, and your food production sources like, fail. Which it will. You got no Which way to come will. back. Which it will, it will at some point. Like, yeah, people are going to eat each other. I've played yeah. Fallout. I don't have in the vaults. It's the fucking law of entropy is what it is. You're, like, you're not going to be able to create enough food for 400,000 people. Like, we can't create enough food for people on Earth. And you're like, we're going to go to a planet that doesn't grow anything and somehow be able to live there for a long period of time. Also, you're right. You can't leave. So you're going to have to start eating people. Mm -hmm. You can't call an Uber and be like, I'm going back to the Earth. Like, see ya. I mean, it happens when people go to, like, the fucking uh, Sir John Franklin's 1845 exploration of the Arctic that resulted in the crew cannibalizing each other. So this guy even brought up other points of, like, in history where, like, we've done it. It's, it's inevitable. It's like, you just need to think about it. Oh, you can't leave and you have no source of food yeah, and there's six go, yeah. of you? Tomorrow there's five of you. Like, it just, it, it, it just how it goes. It's like trapping rats, right? I read that book in grade school about those people that crashed the plane, you know? 
Did you? Somebody's getting grilled up. Was that a? No, I actually didn't. I just know about or it. something or <laughs> no? It has a. I think it's called. I don't. I don't know. It's definitely not called airplane. Animorphs. It's definitely not called animorphs. Yeah. yeah somebody animorphs. transforms into a cheetah and just eats everybody. <laughs> eats everybody else. That's why are we? Why are we not? Why didn't somebody just down? animorph into an airplane and save everybody? Like fuck these stupid kid books. I, I think. Don't I make think any an, sense. Animorph meant animal. I think that's the it wasn't no, an inanimate object morph. Yeah, okay, it's air airplane amorph is the new series that I'm coming <laughs> in with. Okay. Dude, write it. Get it published, put it out there. Definitely the a fanfic where somebody's anamorph is actually an airplane, and there's somebody that's into airplane sexually. There's just there has to be. Like the airplane the movie or airplanes. No, like uh, like a Boeing seven thirty seven. Oh, okay. So sexually into like into like with Leslie like Nielsen for jets, like, you know. Oh, okay. That is, it, that is again another image in my head. Young Jessica feels her true being, you know, emerging as she anamorphs into a Boeing seven thirty seven. I, I identify as a Boeing seven. Everybody, get in me! <laughs> oh. <laughs> now we're writing a porno. It seems it's fanfic. They all turn right, out like fan- that. <laughs> <laughs> no one just Dude, writes those. <laughs> everything turns out sexual in the end. Fan fiction, screen licking programs. Maybe it's Clint just Eastwood me. movies. I mean, maybe it's just me. Judging by the fucking playing those um, games at Christmas time with the family. I don't think it's you. I think I think you're just more in touch with your your human instincts. Really, you know, you're being you're living your truth. You're not beating around it. No, you know, I just want to be an airplane. What can I say? We all have goals in life, really. Now, I have a study for you here. Men who use e-cigarettes are more than twice as likely to experience erectile dysfunction compared to those who don't vape. I could see that. According to a study published in the American Journal of Preventative Medicine, in the first effort to study the relationship between vaping and sexual health, researchers analyzed self-reported data from more than 13,000 men aged 20 and older those who reported daily e-cig use were 2.2 times more likely to report having erectile dysfunction compared to men who had never vaped, regardless of other risk factors. That's correlation, not causation. I'll tell you why. Motherfuckers vaping every You're depressed as shit. Your dick doesn't work. All right? Oh, so you, you vape because your dick doesn't work? Beta shithead. Fucking vaping. Who you think you are? You smoke cigarettes like a real fucking man. You think, you think Clint Eastwood vapes? Huh? He's having he's having two threesomes a movie. That guy smokes camels, <laughs> no filter. It's fucking eighty five. Just go into the grave the way he wants to, eh? I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna movie fuck all these chicks. I'm gonna rip the filters off. Didn't your grandparents watch my movies when they were growing up? He never had a threesome when he, you know. I don't remember that scene in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly or anything like that. That's the porn version. <laughs> <laughs> While some may view vaping as healthier alternative to cigarettes, consuming nicotine in excess will always come with risks. Erectile dysfunction impacts about one in five men over the age of 20 in the United States, according to the study's estimate. But the authors recognize that there could be bias in the self-reported data for both rates of vaping and ED. Bias which way? If I think anything, people- I think underreported. Right, well, of course, underreport ED and underreport vape usage out of embarrassment. Oh, no, I don't vape, <laughs> honey. Why do you always disappear to the bathroom and come out smelling like candy apple? Uh, uh, it's the new uh hand soap. Uh, shit's fucking weird, yo. Do you know anybody that like vapes like that? 
My like brother chain does, bro. vapes. Like not like fucking... chain vape, but just like in general, like vapes, any of those fucking candy flavors. Like I'm at my house, my brother, I'll just yeah. be sitting there all of a sudden. I just like <laughs> is that fucking like cotton candy? Actually, it's green apple. apple. It's apple like... cotton candy. <laughs> like, oh, no. fuck is that, mm. man? You're smoking that? Yeah, man. And this, I just use this juice and then <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, dude. Tell him to wait till he hears this episode. I will. scare him. Tell him, be like, you have to listen to the end because we talked about something very important you must be aware of. Does your dick work, Mitchell? If it doesn't, you need to stop smoking candy cane. All right. This is a <laughs> podcasting intervention for all our vaping friends. Put it away. My dick works, man. Don't worry about it. Consider your wiener. Be I'm like selling, Clint Eastwood. I'm selling glycol based vape juice out of my basement for $20 a giant pack. The government doesn't let you sell anymore, man. Yes. I, got the, I got the link. Yes. <laughs> Hustle, grind, CEO mentality. Sell that candy vape juice, boys. <sighs> should be selling. The day, eh? Should be I selling mean, big bags of meth instead of giving it back to the police. I'm well, still the, mad about the, that. I, I'm I, mad about that. I genuinely think if police, if they want to get drugs off the street, there needs to be like a going drug exchange rate. Like, you what know, are you gonna like fucking incentivize Omar's? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do? Right, vigilante, you steal the math and then sell it back to the cops. Are like, you know, like a little bit of a margin, obviously, but you know, you yeah, did the work. Like, like, kill people, kill each other in the streets even more so. You'll or, get his drugs and we'll pay you. If you had a hundred thousand dollars of meth, you could just smoke it. I mean. Dude, you know fucked you'd be if you smoked a hundred thousand dollars worth of meth. That's like a Dave Chappelle skit when he gets a giant crack rock. <laughs> you need to like, you would need one of those like uh, dispensers, like you know, for like mice, where like let's out a little bit of food at a time or something like that. It's like your daily crack ration. <laughs> it's to keep pressing the button over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Give me the fucking button. How far did you get through that hundred thousand dollars of meth? Uh. It's a hell of a weekend, man. I've been <laughs> slept in eight days. <laughs> Why didn't you just call the cops? Uh, they wouldn't give me anything for it. Here's a, I thought I was under the impression meth was cheap, and I think it is. So if meth is cheap, that's a lot of fucking meth. That's yeah, a lot that's of meth. Like, I mean, that's like a suitcase of meth. Like a fit in cereal box, apparently. So I don't know. Well, you could, you could think how much you could like the kind of shenanigans you could get up to. Really? I mean, the world is your meth yeah. Shenanigans with a big bag of meth. What do you yeah. do? I mean, you get up to some shenanigans. shenanigans. Check this out. Giant Ziploc bag of meth. <laughs> Start sprinkling it around on the street. Shenanigans you know? would be like, I have toilet paper and eggs. Like, <laughs> No, that's what you're ordering from Grubhub when you're sitting on the toilet. Like, oh, no. Toilet paper. Oh, wait. How many? The toilet paper. Again, people ordering that. Do you think there are encounters of like, I showed up at this guy's house and opened the door and he was like, pants were half undone. He was like clenching, like shuffling to the door. Like, thank you. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Making his way down from the upstairs bathroom. That's uh, definitely how I feel like the majority would be people that are like, go to the bathroom and then realize they don't have it. And then Uber yeah. eats it and like yeah. lay That's on the I mean. floor, clenching their stomach. Like, Oh God. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. Watching I can't the map, it. watching the guy get closer. Four minutes away. Oh, God. <laughs> Hurry up, Mark. <laughs> it's riding a bike. 
Oh no! <laughs> you're, you're, it's a cycle delivery. Well, <laughs> it's caught in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode sixty-two of the Fucking A podcast. Welcome back. Happy New Year, brother. You know it's good to be settling in with you, brother. Brother. <sighs> I can't been, wait to say goodbye because I'm going to fucking Tyrone. I'm going to get some bomb food. Hey, all right. Local plug. Local plug indeed. All right. Plug and dig, brother. Oh, Sign us folks, off. Give them our thank socials. Thank you for listening. Once again, uh, thank you for joining us in this new year. We are, we're, we're back. We're back in regular, you know, like somebody eating enough probiotic yogurt. We are regular mm-hmm. once more. Metamucil, weekly. baby. Every Friday now, every Friday, shaking it up. Fucking A Fridays. Fucking A Fridays. It has a nice ring to it, I think. Well, thanks again, folks. All we ask is that you tell a friend, come back for episode 63, subscribe to the show, you know, just you know, keep yourself up to date so you never miss a, a latest episode from the two of us. And uh, and we look forward to uh, sitting down and having a little chat with you next week. Mm-hmm. Leave some kind words and we'll uh, we'll tell you to fuck yourselves. Yeah, exactly. That. And you can do that by emailing the podcast, F-N-E-H podcast at gmail.com or find us on the Ye old Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. Exactly how it's spelt in the name. If you found your way here, find your way there. Find a friend. Bring them in. Share the joy. Find your way home, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Peace, love, and happiness, man. Yeah, man. New year, new us, new pod. Woodstock new 69, not Woodstock 99. You know what I'm saying, man? Yes. yes. Less than biscuit, more love. Don't risk it. No biscuit, my friend. We'll see you next week. Come back next Friday. Matt, parting words? One last thing you want to say? Deuce, deuce, and the bubble goose. That's what I like to say, bro. I already know I carry the two with me. Strapped. You carry your, have a great week. carry the two. I got the 37. On the rack. Oh, Fuck all y'all. I'm sipping tango ray and juice and what's the juice cause I'm a hopeless thug Ain't no love reminiscing on our close We was way back in the day before they put the crack in the way Hey, how much money can you stack in the day? It's getting rough, collect calls from my niggas and cups I recollect we used to ball, now just living's enough I stand tall in the winter, summer, spring and fall The other life sprawled all across the wall And all about my dollars make me wanna holler Drop an album, sell a million, give a fuck about tomorrow I know it's getting crazy at the dark, these mobs Keep on off in the puppet, ain't no fear in my heart What's going on in the ghetto, still struggling I still roll with the heater, smoking chocolate tie. In 94, I'll be going solo. Too many problems of my own, so I'm rolling dolo. Fuck all y'all. I'm sitting at the round the corner. I'm bumping Gloria. Doing 90 cause I wanna.
chocolate time it's been some indonesia watch me frog and even know i know the gospel behind me hit the beat and i continue doing night will i get caught another ticket get the kick get it caught fuck the law give a shit i'm even worse than before i know they won't see a nigga probably but i ain't worried still throwing these things got me locked in these chains and hey nigga what the fuck is you wailing about soon as i hit the sale i'll be bailing out and when i hit the streets i'm in the rush to ball i'm screaming thug like nigga fuck y'all <laughs> fuck all y'all man fuck all y'all